What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Get Ready for a Podcast. It's Savage XL back again, delivering that X and that L. So I'm being co-hosted today, and some of y'all may remember her, the Latin Spice, and I'm making sure I'm saying that right. You are saying it correct. Okay, all right. Well, guess what, everybody? We have Chris back in the building. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So let me check this out. <laughs> let me tell you what happened with Ken. He messaged me the other day, okay. and let me tell you what he told me. He told me he wanted to stay home and wanted us to do this episode so he can get beauty rest. Beauty rest. Now, you know there's nothing beautiful about him. He's ugly, (laughs) his teeth. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing this because he does this to me every single episode. and He's not here, so I think I'm going to enjoy this more than anyone. But beyond that, Chris? Well, I want to say thanks for having me back on the show, first and foremost. No worries. I'm glad to have you back. But we also, the last time I was here... The wonderful Mr. Casey with CTD Graphics is joining us again. So thank you again for joining. No problem. Happy to see you again. I'm happy to see y'all too. It's good to be out and around a few people, especially after this pandemic and being on lockdown. Yes. yes. That was tough for everybody. Yeah, it drove me insane. (laughs) But everything's back and open now. So, I mean, what have you been doing since, you know, you was in lockdown and everything like that? Um, I've really just been getting my mind together and just really taking time away from everybody and... You know, I'm I'm kind of always quarantining because I don't deal with a lot of people like that as it is. Exactly, but exactly. This was a little different because it's like you can't get up and just go when you want to. Like, you know, somebody asks you, oh, you want to go here and do something? 90% of the time I may say no, but it's like this time you don't get no requests yeah. <laughs> you're in the house. But really, I just took this time really just to come up with different ideas for my business and um, I'd have made a lot of money. Like, I mean, a lot of money. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. I think that's a big thing. Everybody's, you know, on a come up, especially with the lockdown. Mm-hmm. So it's been beneficial? Huh? The pandemic has been beneficial to your business? Uh, Yeah, it actually degree. has. It really awesome. has. Well, that's good. Okay. And I see that you brought a guest with you today. Yes, I brought Tyler, um, the celebrity. He hey. actually. <laughs> I'm going to let him introduce Tyler. himself, honestly, because <laughs> can't nobody introduce <laughs> themselves better than they can introduce their own self. Uh, absolutely. Tyler, tell us what's up, man. What, what is it that you get into? Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> I do a lot. Where do I start? Um, I am a socialite. Okay. I think that's going to just sum it up a little bit. I'm a socialite um, with the nonprofit sector, nightlife sector. Right. And I'm also working on a few things. Okay, that's what's up. I love to see young people, especially black people, you know, trying to get their lives together, especially becoming business. Definitely. So, I mean, like, what is it that sh- that's got you, you know, so motivated? Because, I mean, I, I, I really want the audience to know, how old are you? I am 23. He's 23 uh. years old. <laughs> 23 years old. That's and awesome. you're saying that you have all these things that you're working on right now. There's a lot that goes into things. Um, I think at a young age, being black and being a guy we already have a lot of things against us that's true so i think it was kind of in me to kind of break the cycle break all generational curses and kind of speak for other people that can't speak for themselves okay okay 100 so i got a lot to do (laughs) at such a young age that's amazing so it's great thank you for coming on to the show thank you guys for having me time out of your schedule just based off of your you know, your IG page, it looks like you're a ve- very busy person. Oh, a blessing yeah. and a curse. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Tyler so has a whole bunch of things that he didn't even lift <laughs> under his belt. <laughs> the boy is 23 um, and got his own event hall that he has where people I go in that. and rent. 
Um, a venue? Home a right? lot of, uh, you know, we have different generations right. in our community. And his generation, I think he's definitely like a face for like the new generation coming in. Like I see a lot of people that's young that really gravitate to He's an influencer. Yeah, he's an influencer. Yeah, he's an influencer. Awesome. That's what's yes, up. That's definitely. what's up. Either you have it or you don't. And it's yeah. that you do. It is. Sure. It's a tough, it's tough. It's fantastic. It's, it's really great, honestly. It is. Thank you. And it's great to meet you. Is it is it like overbearing, you know, just being that age and dealing with it? <sighs> To say the least, um, it's it's definitely, it can have its overwhelming points, but I think I've learned to kind of strategize and kind of give energy only to certain things and what matters most, and it, it, it's been working out so far so good. I haven't, I've had some emotion breakdowns, but you know, that's normal. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, 23 years old at that time, I mean, I was, you know, I was dealing with a lot of my, you know, at that time as well, so just seeing you in a business you know, minded state at that at this age. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's actually incredible. So I mean, big ups to you. I mean, I already it. like that's Thank I, you. I, anybody. Anybody, please go follow this man on IG because seriously, just in the time that I've gotten to know him, I think that it's 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 incredible. Thanks. Yeah, because I didn't make my first twenty. I didn't make twenty k when I was twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, same, same here. I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't even know at that age. I mean, I had ideas of what I wanted to do, but I wasn't really putting them, you know, into, mm-hmm. you know, into motion at that time because, mm-hmm. you know, again, we were just coming out of college, things of that sort. So, I mean, it was a lot I was still dealing with. Yeah. And, I mean, and speaking of, like, aren't you a graduate? Recent graduate. Congratulations. Yes. Hey, congratulations. Yay. University of South Florida. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> yes, recent graduate. It was liberating it was not only for me but for the others that look up to me I didn't want to just be who they see on Instagram partying doing these things but not having the educational background behind it because education is still important in today's age I agree yes I feel as though social media has kind of masked what reality is a lot it has so to be a staple and like the leader of the new school is what they call me (laughs) I had to show them that you know no matter where you come from or what you do always cover your bases and then let your basis fuel whatever you're going into next. Okay. So, question: What was your? What did you major in at USF? Communications. Communications. Okay. Communications okay. definitely. So does that play a major part in? What it did. Doing? It taught me a lot of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some business classes because I always kind of knew where I wanted to go. I'm not one of the oh I never knew what I wanted to do in college. I, w- I knew exactly what I wanted to do because. I, I study, I read since a young age. I was a kid reading books while everyone was outside playing and figuring out what I wanted to do. So it plays a major role because it taught me how to interact with people. Right. Being being a socialite is not easy as it thinks. No, not oh. today. No. <laughs> there's times when you like everyone's around you and you just want to like you feel like there's no one around you and then you want to be by yourself and you're having breakdowns. It it tell teach you how to conform in the public eye. Gotcha. Okay. So as as far as your with the major of communications, I noticed that in your list that you have yourself as an event curator. Yes. So <laughs> how long, or I mean, prior to your college education, mm-hmm. what made you decide to kind of get into the event? It, do you prefer like event cur- curator over like party planner? Yes. Okay. A curator is so it's the professional title. Yes. Party planner is anybody can be a party planner. <laughs> um, but when it comes to an event, you have to be strategic. Yes. And I think well, my first like run came from the clubs. Um, I come from a line of party, uh, a lot of promoters, yeah. club okay. promoters. Gotcha. Um, so at a young age, I was in the clubs. I was literally 16. Youngest one in there, no one ever knew. <laughs> um, <laughs> studying up, down, left, right, figuring out, like, what is this life? 
because I, I didn't want to be the kid that wants to grow up and be a doctor. I didn't want to be the kid to grow up and want to be a lawyer. Um, I w- knew I wanted to be in everyone's like home, like a common household name. Right. So that's where the event curation came from. And it just branched off from there. So you yeah. knew, I mean, at 16, basically, or even younger, that you wanted to do this. Yeah. And you just I stuck with it. Yeah, I watched a lot of TV, too. So I figured, <laughs> like, I wanted to be the one they were looking at. I wanted to be the one, not just for the likes or for the glitz and the glam, but right. for meaning. Yeah, there's more to it. I come sure. from a household raised by my grandmother, so you know how those go. <laughs> so always by grandma and mom. So. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You say you was raised all around, like, event coordinators. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, what exactly, like, were they doing that made you – like really, like really get into it. Like th- I know, obviously, they influence you in some mm-hmm. way. What were those in, like those influences? Truthfully, okay, they're party promoters. So truthfully, um, they would always when it was Christmas time, they had the biggest gifts, they had the nicest cars. So I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. I'm like, mom, what what do they do? She's like, oh, they're just you know people, right? So I I got curious and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to your house and see what you do. And seeing that you know one person can have an influence of like hundreds of people to one event. I'm like, what do you guys, who are you? Right, right. So I had to figure out who my family was. And then once I got older and you know, social media became what it was, I figured out like, this is, this is cool. This is cool. So would you say like you were popular in school? Like would you, you yeah. were, okay. Oh, I, can I, I was pretty popular. <laughs> I was pretty popular. I was just a free spirit. Like I was the one that was jumping off. Okay. Like I got, <laughs> I got to spend it for, but like jumping out of like the windows, like lower story windows, I, but not necessarily class clown, but I was, I wanted to do everything. I wanted people to have fun. Uh, School was so boring to me. I was just good at it. Right. So I was when my work is done, I'm sitting around looking like, all right, let's throw a pencil at someone. Like, let's stir up something just to see what's going to happen. And I got a lot of reprimands for it, but oh well. (laughs) So I'm just kind of remembering back from the business talk episode that we did, Casey. Mm -hmm. So this was back on season one. And you were saying that when you were in school at the time, you had, you were doing like little parties and things, you know, that sort of like with the, the, uh, the graphic design. Right. So, I mean, just with with Tyler, like, and I mean, this is going to be both of your questions. Like, what was it at that time? Did you do any parties in school for event planning and things of that sort? Like, what what do you think that this kid has that just just blast out from everybody else? Because we can, yeah, because I can really see it. Yeah. When I first saw Tyler, you know, you here's the thing: your image is everything. The way how you carry yourself Mm -hmm. is what puts you aside from other people. Right. And. Like I say, around here, it's not a lot of people that really go for that ambition. Like, that's one of the things that stood out with me when I was younger. Like, I had, like, I always, like, people may not believe it, but one of my people that I look up to a lot, even though she a female, I love Nicki Minaj. I like how she stand out different from everybody. And that's one of the things that made me stand out with graphics. And that's what I see him doing with his brand and business at a young age is standing out from everybody else out here that's trying to do stuff. He's not doing it like your average person in Tampa would try to do it like the hood way. Exactly. And I think I, I feel like it's also you can just tell that you're passionate about it. You know what I mean? It's not just something you're right. doing just for likes, just for follows or right. so forth or for notoriety. But you can tell seriously that you're really yeah. passionate about it. And you're definitely going to be successful. I mean, you're I mean I, yeah, obviously. I mean, so already. <laughs> Godspeed. Yeah. I, I hope so. But SGA was my thing in high school. So okay. I was into playing the pep rallies. I wanted to make the school look nice. Got I you. was like throw drapes here. I kind of got bossy, but... I knew. I mean, you have to. Yeah, people. Yeah, so people always knew like when there's a pep rally, there's homecoming, come the football games, the whole cars. That was all me because I love to entertain. I love people have a good time. I like to kind of put on a show 
for others, not right. pursuing myself and just show what I can do. And it started from there. Then I ran for homecoming and won and everything just blew up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. What would you say maybe might be the hardest thing? And I'm just talking about high school as a mm-hmm. but just putting together because obviously you being popular, you didn't want it to, I'm pretty sure, fail at any of these endeavors. So like what was probably like the biggest one that you was like, man, I can't, I can't do this too bad. <laughs> I don't want to mess this up. Running for homecoming. Running for homecoming. I think okay. it was senior year. I, I lost. Okay, I lost sophomore year. I lost terribly. <laughs> um, but senior year, the same kid ran again. And they're like, Tyler, please do it. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I mean, either or. It still was fun to run. I mean, I campaigned crazy. Like, I went to people's <laughs> houses. I had the cookies, the posters. Oh, so you was going all <laughs> out. Oh, like, I wasn't losing <laughs> this time. Um, and I think the hardest part was just knowing that so many people lived through me. And seeing at such a young age, I was so vibrant and so social, I think that kind of gave me the the gist I need to walk into the halls. I was like, hey, Tyler, like, can you look at this? Or what do you think of this? And I know I look up to you. And when people say they look up to me, even till this day, it still gives me shock. Because I, like, I, you kind of question yourself, like, what did I do so differently? Right. And I'm glad I did whatever it was. You know, it's I think a, a lot of people, I think they get that confused. You don't necessarily have to be older than someone for them to actually mm-hmm. look up to you. So, I mean, I, that's a huge, yeah, that's a huge compliment. I mean, coming from that, I mean, I can tell that you're humble. Right. You know, so I definitely want to, you know, stay, say, you know, stay with that. I think it's just in your soul and your energy, your vibe. It I does. It, it didn't, it came, it, it didn't come easy. A lot of people are either A, intimidated by we're the same age or B, intimidated by I'm younger than you. And I think that came a lot of closed doors and snudges and right. things. But I think there, you have to find yourself. And I knew how I was at such an early age. Right. I think that kind of gave me the push I needed and some people are still finding themselves so when it comes to older people even in my industry it's like I'm going to speak to everyone but Tyler or I, I went to a room one time they really crushed my spirit um I was in a conference I'm getting emotional sorry I was in a conference Please meeting um, I was in a conference <laughs> meeting with um a lot of people that meant a lot like it was a news crew like magazines a lot of big people I was 18 at the age right so and the CEO spoke to everyone but me so that kind of took me, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just overlooking me. And then in the end, like, she was just like, oh, I didn't acknowledge you because this is a place for adults and kids don't belong where no. adults are. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. So but you felt horrible. disrespected at that Very time. disrespected. But then it just gave me a fuel, like, no matter how old you are, you have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. How did you, I mean, like, how did you handle that situation when it, when it took place? I just sat back. You didn't say everyone anything. noticed, but like everyone, it was an elephant in the room kind of thing. So right. everyone noticed and just looked and I just presented my offer, which was the best among everyone else. And she went with it, but I still never got any recognition or anything from her. I didn't expect any, right? but it was for a great charity project. So I'm glad, like no matter how you felt of me, my idea didn't help you at all, but it helped the people that it needed to help. And that's what's up. I mean, not necessarily step, you know, step into her level, you know, you didn't have to drop, mm-hmm. you know, you main, sure. you maintain, you know, yeah. remaining humble and you did what you had to do. Let me ask you, Case, if that same situation would have happened to you, how would you have dealt? <laughs> I mean, be, the only reason I'm asking you because I know that you're a business owner as well, oh. so I know that being disrespected probably has a lot, you know, to have to do with that. The proper way would have been to pop, probably handle it like he did, just, you know, ignore it. But honestly, because I know my status on where I'm at mm-hmm. with certain people, there's certain stuff I'm just not going to tolerate from certain people around here. Right. And it's easy for me to read you and get you together in just a few short words without me getting ugly with right. you and just pull out a few things and yeah. just let you know. Because some people around here, they will do that. They'll try to, like, step on you or try to knock you down yep. yeah. because Facts. 
they missed their wave when it was their turn. Or not Facts. even because they missed their wave, just sometimes because people just they envious. Yeah, they just envious yeah. for whatever reason. They be envious. And that's so, yeah, yeah. I just I don't play around with people like that. Like, <laughs> don't come for me over my stuff that I'm working hard for because I worked hard for everything I got. Right. Yeah. But I'm not gonna get out of control with you. I'm just gonna gather you politely. Together. Exactly. Because yeah. you're not. You, yeah. You don't want. You, there's no reason to show that ugly side. You're already doing what you need to, and you're already successful. True. Right. Yeah. If that would have happened to you right now, Tyler, would you have dealt with it any differently? Like, would you have pulled her aside and been like, hey, the way you handled it was a little wrong? Or would you have still handle the I same way? I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. I'm very, now, to, today, I'm very vocal about my feelings. I'm going to let you know when you're disrespecting me or my feelings are hurt or things. Because if you bear those burdens, you'll only go to, you'll never go to bed at night. Exactly. So I have to let you know, like, hey. I noticed that, and I don't think, I mean, I'm just as respectful as you. Like, my grandmother has taught me to, you give the CEO the same respect as the janitor. And that's Absolutely. the truth. So that's the truth. Yeah, it would have been, I mean, I probably would have put out the source on her and read her to filth, but <laughs> it would have been very eloquent. And, and the truth is, it's like today, even though we all grown and adults, it's still like high school. Like it how is. They, they, you know, very. people people like the, try, you, you let it slide once, they're going to try you again. They that's just how they, mm-hmm. that's yeah, how they that's are. That's true. It is. It, it really it really is. But that's probably built you to the way you are now. Yeah. You know, you, you're probably tougher. And I think that happens with a lot of businesses, though. Um, you have to be. In any line of business, like I, when Casey tells me his things and like my perseverance, I'm like, I can only imagine how I would have reacted years ago. Right. Or how people my age would react it. It's 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 crazy. It shows a level of maturity. No, th- well and also just in, in my experience that also just kind of relates back to someone's insecurity. Yeah. As far as those people they're interacting with you. So mm-hmm. that's kinda how I see it. So this is, and I'm, I'm just thinking this now because obviously both of you y- y'all work together, mm-hmm. you know, and probably on a lot of things. So how does that you know, function back into society as far as how y'all can work together because there's a lot of businesses who don't want to work together. Like you said earlier, they don't want to see another person come up higher than them or they don't want to see another person do better Mm -hmm. than them. So working in tandem, how does that, you know, fuel the both of you? I think working together, like for me personally, working together is going to actually bring more light and actually really can help you grow as an individual versus because right. one person can't do everything. You Absolutely. have to have other people to help do stuff. Right. Even like right now, like I'm doing the graphic design courses, teaching other graphic artists. I'm not afraid of you learning how to do the graphics. You right. know, it's enough room for everybody to grow. Exactly. But me teaching them, I'd have made $3,000 in less than four days off of that. So right. it's, it's oh like, nice. right, right. you know, paying the receipts. It's but you're <laughs> helping people. Exactly. I mean, you see, and it comes back to you. So right. Tenfold. Definitely. I think I was always taught like, there's enough sun for everyone. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that success is achieved in numbers because I was a I still am like a powerhouse. Right. But I had to learn that I can't do everything because I it'll never be correct. Right. You have to evenly di- place yourself where you see fit. Me being the leader, I never want to be the boss. I never want to be the ringleader. I just want to be working together, right. even though it's it may be my project, but you're an essential part of my project. So we all can help each other in a certain way. And people don't see that now. But that's only a failure on your part. Right. Mm-hmm. That's and that's how you succeed. Uh, I don't, in I don't all honesty, that is the perfect I recipe for success. I don't literally seen people try to take things to where they try to eliminate other people out of the project, and literally their project went nowhere <laughs> by doing that. Because literally. they wanted all the notoriety yeah, right. or they right. wanted all the credit. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Basically all the shine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're talking about success. So, as far as your families, how do they feel about your success at this point? I mean, because obviously you're still young. And mm-hmm. I mean, I went to high school with Casey, so I mean, I already know, you know, you're you're very successful at this point. So I know your family's, you know, ecstatic. But you being young, Tyler, 
how does your family be? I mean, because I'm like I said, I'm still kind of shocked at the fact that you're 23 <laughs> yeah, and, and you have so much going for yourself at this point. My family is they're basically my comfort zone. I, I'm really like I said, I'm very I have tough skin, but I'm so emotional on the inside only because of life. So my family, they're they're supportive, but in the beginning, I was just some kid trying to do stuff with them. So I feel like once I proved to myself who I was, I had to literally kind of show them because they're I'm telling you these dreams and these goals, and you're looking at me like, okay, sure. <laughs> what kind of fans are you living in? Because it's it it doesn't from where we come from nowadays. It's not. It's just a kind of you see people on TV. You can never be them because right. I want you to be something else. You have to break those generational curses, and they see me making strides towards that. So they're behind me 100, percent no matter what it is. Okay, that's awesome. Casey, your family. Oh, they good. <laughs> 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 you know, they so, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm I'm grown now. Like they good. Like they pretty. It, when I first started, you know, before I started making money, um. I would say my dad, because he didn't, you know, I got most of my skills from my grandparents. Like, you know, all of them were business owners, but my dad, he, you know, worked a nine to five. So he didn't really know too much about the business. So in his eyes, he thought graphic design was just a dream. But he recently, like I said, I don't know if I told y'all before or not, but he came back and told me, he was like, I'm glad that you did not stop. And I'm glad that you kept going because, you know, working at the call centers and stuff, that just was not working. That that didn't work. You know, it wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't at all. I mean, I'm glad that you that that you actually started doing it as well. Like I said, just to know somebody personally and to see them be successful. Like I said, don't it, I'm I'm I think I can honestly say for a lot of people, you motivate our age group, and I'm I'm saying that because we're the same age. Yeah, most Charlie. definitely. But you know, because of the fact that we went to high school together, and mm-hmm. the fact that you have transitioned yourself to the point of being not uh, only now you gonna make me get emotional. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it's, 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 it's just the, the truth. truth. I, I have to pay homage where homage is due. Like I said, just you know, like we're like Tyler, we're talking. You have to be able to let another person know when they're doing great, yes. when they are succeeding, because we're in a society nowadays to where everybody want to see you do bad, especially as black African-Americans, you it know, you know, and like they don't want to see us doing, you know, doing better. And like and this is actually a segue into my next question. I was going to ask you, like, as far as different races, you know, like what has you know, have you been getting a lot of different races or have you riff, like seen there's been a rift between one race or things like that because you're successful, you're successful. Do you get that backlash sometimes? Um, most of here's the thing. I like um, I <laughs> really <laughs> I like like I say I like all races. Um, I will say I think most of my work cater to more like the African American and the mixed you know the mixed you know race right. Because I'm more of a person. I, I like art stuff. I don't like plain gotcha. Jane stuff. But I have had other people in really other races that done came to me before. I've never really had any issues with races before. Like, and I never good. experienced that. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. I think just being versatile, it really helps me a lot. Um, I did, uh, before I have gotten some, but when people see that, no matter, first off, my name's Tyler. And secondly, when I talk to you, I'm speaking very professionally. So you can, it's kind of hard to tell. And then you can tell, like, when you meet them, they're like, well, you're Tyler. Like, I, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Right. So I think it just gives you a nudge in the right direction. Like, no matter where you come from, what you look like, you have potential exactly. to be whatever yeah, you, you want to be. You're not the stereo. Like, people stereotype. That's, That's true. That's the worst part. Like, it it's is. awful. It really is. And I wanted to get to piggyback off of what we were talking about earlier with, you know, the support of the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just, you know, the old cliche or the old saying, it takes a village. So, and that works not only with, you know, raising a family, it's also with supporting each other in each that other's businesses. True. And, you know, so that it's a, 
I it does think take a village all the way yeah. around, all the way around. If I didn't receive the support from my family early on, I wouldn't have been here because I was so fragile, and I still am. Mm. But they they saw me, my dream. Well, I think I they know you the best, right? They, they do. You know what I mean? They That's do. They're your, your first and foremost, your, suppo- your support system that, that knows is who true. you are inside and out. I mean, it's a blessing to have the family support you because without that support from your family, it's very, 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 very tough. It is. Yeah. I mean, like I, <laughs> I mean, I gotta honestly say, um, in in my family, you know, we have a lot of support, but because there isn't a lot of success as far as like mm-hmm. you know making it to the next level, it's sometimes when you know you talk about your dreams, it's like, man, I can see you doing it, but it's gonna be tough, and then it's yeah. kind of like you're not having that that motivation mm-hmm. to continue forward because your family isn't behind you. So, like I said, you know, as long as you have that family system, it's great. Mm-hmm. Now, what in your eyes would you say is true success? Like, is the definition of true success? Uh, <laughs> um, when you, to me. Smart man. <laughs> to me, true success is really, it's not about how much money you have. It's not about who, um, it, it's really when you gain the, perspe- uh, I can't pronounce the word, but it's when you gain that influence over people to right. where people really are looking up to you where you really can take one thing and you can say, you accomplished it, and that accomplishment has changed other people's lives and inspired them to do things. The money and stuff, those are just, like, pieces to the pie that kind of come along with it, I think. Right. Honestly. Well, I mean, money is a big part of success, but as you see during this pandemic, money didn't mean nothing. It didn't. Yeah. So it didn't. It really, relevant, yeah, honestly. It, it really came down to really just, you know, your accomplishments and what people was doing on social media that was helping other people get through the pandemic and stuff. So, yeah, that's what I kind to me that's what I look at success is. Okay. Tyler. Have everybody answered this question directly? Um <laughs> I've been asked it so many times. When I I have a friend in Indonesia. She does all of like majority of my graphic work. And she sent me a backpack. Y'all that shade. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's always busy and booked up. Don't even. I mean, Casey, that's a good booked thing for up. you though. That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> always booked up. Anyway. So, she sent me a letter. She made me an actual backpack. Um, she weaved it. And it was like, success is never what you do for yourself, what you do for others. So I think True words. success for me is not a dollar amount. It's not a car or a house. Success for me is basically seeing other people live out their dreams and what success means to them. Okay. If I can help you get over a step, get over something, or just advice, I feel like I've done my part. That's real. Okay. Exactly. That really is. Okay. Great mentality. It really sure. is. Yeah. And see that even like when I look at you guys like right here and right now, like how y'all have like your show and stuff. One of the things I noticed like, okay, how y'all say King isn't here today, but he he didn't say, okay, well, I'm not coming today. I'm going to cancel this. He, you know, let, said, you know, I'm going to let y'all two take over and do it. That's, that's how you do. You develop. Yeah, yeah. how you develop and stuff, you know, because. That is true. You know, I don't seen it on times where, you know, one person, it was like, it's their show. And if they weren't there, nobody oh, was. Rap. Exactly. That was awkward. Yeah. That yeah. was awkward. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's like that. I think a lot of times a lot of people who, who do have the quality to be leaders, they have to learn how to delegate too. You can't yes. always maintain that leadership. Yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. there might be a person who has a little bit more knowledge in a situation that you can, you know, learn from. Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that that's, that's dope. And, and again, since, since Casey brought it up, thank you, King. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, King. That's the only, that's the only thing he's going to get from me. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, that's definitely being a leader. You have to know when it's not your time. Yeah. And yeah. my team has grossed to a, a substantial amount of people, but I've always wanted to be in the back end. 
it could be my project, but I'm handing it off to you. Right. I can do most of the work and you can just do one piece, but this is your project because I know how much this means to you. Don't, I, I think I never surface myself on anything because mm-hmm. myself comes from you guys as right. in my industry, even with anybody else's like, you should always be very open to ideas. We have panel discussions. Mm-hmm. I don't always agree with them. They don't always agree with me, right. but we have to come to a mm-hmm. common stance of grounds mm-hmm. of things, even though, Yes, I may be the boss, but the boss is only as good as his workers. Well, that's the difference between a boss and a leader, though. So, I mean, yeah, you're it's an actual leader instead of being a boss. That's true. Yeah, you're not about micromanaging. You give the people the freedom. Again, it's all on your confidence on how you develop those people. That's true. And I I did want to ask a question, though. I know I noticed that you, um, and I know both you guys, but you are also a major in the nonprofit and the volunteering. And I did see on your own IG that mm-hmm. you volunteer, and I know that the little bear, the little care bear center, is a major thing for you. <laughs> so I just I wanted to commend you for that, and I just I wanted to ask you what you know what brought you to the center and what exactly you do, and uh, you know emotional. just and it's <laughs> but it's great. You should be emotional because that's that's awesome. Honestly, it is. Little care bears for me is a place. I'm not gonna look at you guys. <laughs> Little well, care bears. T- for me. Will I got a tissue, crying. but it was you. I will. No, I will it's okay. Crying. We got but tissue. But but honestly, it shows your emotion and your passion for yeah, it. Right. I mean, like, I, yeah, absolutely. It is, it is. Little care bears is something <laughs> that I. It's my friend owned it. He's one of my really close friends. He owned this center, but he was very absent because he's like a mogul. Right. He does everything. So I wanted to start volunteering. I don't want to. Okay, how can I put this? Um. When it comes to urban education, it's very lackluster. I think urban education is something that's overlooked. It's watered down. It's not an Ivy League education. So I believe in getting kids. You teach a kid. Children are sponges. Mm -hmm. You teach them young, and they'll grow up to be something amazing. So one of my ventures is opening a private school. Um, But... Once you go in there, they're they're used to eating off of the floor. They're used to not saying yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. They're not used to proper things that children should be taught. They're, they want to have their phones. They don't want to go outside anymore. They feel like they're accustomed to this false sense of reality. The basics, right? So when you go there and I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like waving. I'm like, can you speak? Can you say hello? He was like, Hi. I'm like, all right, use your words all the time. Use your use your manners. This is how we walk in a line. This is how we write our names. This is who our parents are. This is what manners are. Teach them how to eat at a table. Teaching them the alphabet. It's something of having such an impact on someone that they run to at the end of the day when something goes wrong, when they can't figure out something. So volunteering with them has been such a light because it shows that where there is a lack there should be a fill. People think of Amen. daycares yes, and yes, preschools yes. as just a place where there is diaper changing and babies mm-hmm. crying, but these are the first steps of your life. Right. So your parents are working nine to five, sometimes nine to seven, even later than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't spend as much time with you. So it's it's our job as not only volunteers and leaders, but as even the staff members to kind of mold you into going to kindergarten. Right. If you can't, learn how to spell your name or read and write, then you're not going to be in kindergarten. They mm-hmm. tell you no, and you're wondering why, I'm getting emotional, this is a real life story. You're wondering why you're five years old in a classroom with three and four-year-olds, and you can't really fathom why. Right. And it's only because of your development skills, but I can see you're one of the brightest kids in the room, so I'm not yep. understanding. It all comes from, it does take a village mm-hmm. to raise Absolutely. a child. Right. And if that village is corrupt in any way, 
that doesn't set up success for the children. It's a I've major s- impact. I've yeah. seen it, mm-hmm. and it it's it's heartbreaking because you see the good in them. Right. Like I was raised that children have veils over their eyes, so everything they see is good. Mm-hmm. And if you lead them in the wrong direction, it's hard to reel them back. And you know, I know that they. I mean, obviously, daycare is a you know array of age of ages mm-hmm. for children, but you know the first five years of a child's development is the most important. They're extremely so impressionable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. kind of where having someone like you there to volunteer, yes. whether it's the first five years or afterwards, but mm-hmm. it's just that influence at the beginning is so important, and it's just great that you're doing that for the community, you're doing it for those kids. Thank you. So I personally, I know everyone appreciates it, but I, I really do. Thank as a mom, you. I totally appreciate you doing Thank that. You. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I agree with you as well, man. I mean, um, like you said, my grandma used to tell me that kids are the innocence you yes. know, of the world. Um, they haven't really been stained, you know, yet with, with, with all of the, the nastiness that goes on in the world nowadays. And then, of course, how they're raised, all the things they're, you know, around their society. And like you said, their family maybe mm-hmm. because of those situations is how they cultivate and you right. know, get to the point they're at. So, I mean, same thing like Chris said, you know, I appreciate you for doing that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, big ups to you for that. Now, let me ask, because of that, do you have any younger siblings? I do. Or are you the oldest? Um, uh, okay. So, I have in one, two, Two, okay, my brother, I'm the middle child in <laughs> a lot of things. I have, in my, f- for my mom, there's two of us. Okay. I'm the youngest. Okay. But um, I have, like, my little cousins. We're just, like, brother and sisters, and they're, they're younger than me. Okay. So, and watching them grow up, because now you're, like, they're 16, 14, so they see, like, I've watched them develop, and I'm so glad I had a part of teaching them how to drive. Teach right. them how to tie their shoe. Teach them how to be actual people right. in life. So it, being the youngest and like the middle child, kind of has its perks because you're the one that you can kind of mess up. You kind of can't, but they're looking <laughs> at you. So yeah, that's that's where I stand with that. Well, I know I'm the oldest, and I know I get all all the grief. <laughs> Tell me about it. I get all the grief. I don't get no no leeway at all. So None. Uh, my sister, she the middle child, so she gets all the the leeway. Yep. That works. <laughs> well, my, the youngest in my family got. Got it easy. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of the as the oldest. You're you, know, you set the impression for That's everyone true. for all the rest of your siblings. So I kind of want to go back to a question we asked before. We talked about it in for you in high school and things like that. What has been one of the biggest events that you've done as of right now? One of the biggest events I've done. Um, there's a couple. One of the biggest events I've done was, of course, I'm um, a nightclub. There were about 1,200 children, well, teenagers, in one event. Um, who, it was an artist. I can't remember who. We've done so many. It was an artist. I want to say it was Tokyo. Okay. Tokyo's, okay. Tokyo's my first solo show. Like Are we, We're talking about Tokyo from Love and Hip Hop, right? Tokyo Jets. No, go oh, okay. no. No, no. Tokyo, <laughs> uh, Tokyo the Jets, um, the rapper. Um, I had a party. She came, and it was bananas. Okay. And I think... That's been my biggest solo show, but I've done like a boogie. We've done wow. Who else? Oh my God, there's so many. I'm blanking. We've done a boogie. We've done Tokyo. We've done a lot of other rappers. Do Milan too. Milan Christopher. That's another event for adults. But <laughs> there's there's so many. But I think it being putting on a show is such hard work, I and to, to 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 be held at a position that I am for so long, a lot of people would have quit. They did quit. They, it's not for them, but you have to have a certain level of understanding for 
not only the well-being of people at the event, but understanding, like, you know, what this event is doing. Right. You're not only, you know, having a party. It's, it's always more than a party was my slogan once before. It's having people somewhere where they feel safe, having a good time, releasing some stress. You know, right. school and life is really hard. It is. So it is being an outlet as to where people can have fun and just be wild and do what they want for a little bit is challenging, but it's so rewarding. Has all that changed you? I mean, just learning. Yes, how it has. Oh, it has. It. It. It's. I have such tough skin now because of doors slamming my face from being so young. Right. Um. You know the respect thing and people my age like, what are you doing? Right. Things like that. You develop tough skin because no matter what happens, you're responsible for whatever happens in your life. Either you can make True. it a good one or you can write it so however you're liking. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to be sure with yourself and know who you are and everyone else just doesn't matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask. So where do you, as far as, do you want to maybe see yourself doing this long term or what's your kind of long term goals? Long term. Oh, God, this sky's the limit. Um, <laughs> long term. My long-term goals are, of course, having a thriving private school all over the country, um, having a chain of private schools, being one of the biggest nonprofit organizations there is, not only for children but for anyone that is in need. I think we target the wrong people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think we, we target the ones that, like the poster children, mm-hmm. instead of what makes sense. Right. And, of course, like I do want like a restaurant lounge kind of thing just for the party side of me. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's my overall goal. And real estate. Being a real estate mogul. Okay. Okay. You have your license? Just about a okay. couple weeks Congratulations. out. Congratulations. A couple weeks out, yeah. That's amazing. That's, That's, That's kept in the bag. Do. Yeah. It, <laughs> it is, okay. but it's it's more than just selling a house. It's selling a home. Absolutely. That's true. Selling a yes. home is where people can because I've always we've moved in my house when I was in first grade. And now I'm twenty three. So it's something about having a home that really sets the bar like you can see my height measurement still there mm-hmm. you see so everything <laughs> you see like where I lost my first tooth my parents were <laughs> like creative junkies um and just I, I I can remember you know being young running home from school my grandma was there making us cookies ready, ready to come home where we and sat down <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to keep so it together we, we eat dinner together we tell us about our days there are times when one wants to talk to anyone so I think it's not about selling a house it's about selling a home it's about selling a dream to where you are. And that's what I do with anything. I feel as though, like I said, life is what you do for others and how you make others feel. When it comes to nonprofit, you have to really put yourself aside. And I look at things like things could really be worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When that's I see, yep. when I see, I'm getting here, here it comes. <laughs> when I see people and, you know, you think that, you know, F my life, my life is bad. And then you see someone coming to you like, Tyler, I, there's no way I can like provide food for my children. Can you help me? It, it's a different life. And I was, crying about some kids skip me in Chick-fil-A like you have to I think life for me has humbled me to a point where things could have been completely left and if you have the impact to help someone else you should always lend a hand because you never know when that hand needs to be lended to you absolutely I agree I mean I can't I couldn't agree with you more I promise you if we wouldn't have specified his age at the beginning of this nobody probably would have known no, he was I honestly not. you uh, and no, i kind of i kind of wish sure. we didn't but i mean i just wanted people to know like this no, but it needs to be known because well, he exactly should be yeah proud of that you know and his not only that but your family should be proud of it just like i told casey i mean it's it, you know this doesn't happen every day to have a 23 year old yeah you know, and i'm not gonna say you're a you're a man but yeah. to have someone to, just still feels to weird. accomplish so much is is really something you and your family need to be proud of for sure they your are circle they're 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 my cheerleaders my friends I don't have many, only because 
a lot of people, I'm, Casey knows, I'm so hard to get in contact with <laughs> only because <laughs> I'm constantly moving. So my phone would be in my hand one time, then my assistant will have it, like doing whatever she does. Normally, like on my Instagram, they're the ones responding because I just can't. But I do like to sit down and think that because Casey yells me all the time, like, you never respond to me. You never pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm busy saving the world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he do. Be, he's hard to track down. Like, I thought I was hard to track down, but no, he's hard to track down. <laughs> so can I ask you, do you have anything really major coming up in the near future? I mean, I know we had the pan- we have the pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. And I did see s- some things on your Instagram, on IG. Um, but anything you wanted to share? Major things? In the works? Uh, besides the private school, besides real estate, I, I'm, perf- I'm getting a big, 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 I'm doing a big event for, like, young entrepreneurs like myself. Okay. I think... A lot of people go wrong, especially with customer service in these days with a lot of their businesses. And when I see someone close in my age or younger than me having, you know, an idea, I think you should you should fuel the idea, but teach them the right way. So I not only want to bring awareness to their business, but get us all around each other to actually see like this can be done. Mm -hmm. Casey does graphics. I do events. Kate's can do my flyers. Right. You guys have a radio show, you know, promotion. There's things right. you guys can come out. There's so many pieces to a puzzle. And we're taught to, you know, be self-made and this, that, and third. But no one's really self-made. You can't do it without no. someone else. No one. And that just goes back to our last show that we had Casey on. Yeah. You know, it's about supporting each other. Exactly. Not hating on each other and not trying to, you know what I mean? It's about right. bringing, empowering each other, regardless whether you're, you know, Male, female, you know, minority or not, it's empowering each other to do better and to be better, and that's where everyone succeeds. That exactly. is true. The the day. Yeah. We're all different pieces of a puzzle, and mm-hmm. you, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's true. So I think you have to be well. It's in today's age, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Mm-hmm. It is true. So it's true too. The people you know will not only bring success to your business, but they will feed you whatever you need. My friends, because of you know the jealousy there is at my age my friends are way older than me it doesn't stop and they <laughs> it have don't. it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> it stop continues. it's it's i just it's it still worse it does it, it really, really does. does and i'm not even at the level that y'all guys are at right now like i'm yeah. still working my way up and I, the, the jealousy doesn't stop but you know at the end of the day if you know you have people that are hating on you that actually means you're doing something right that's mm-hmm. true you know i know it sucks to be hated but at the same time you're you're doing what you want to do. You're achieving your dreams. Right. Keep succeeding. That's I, I mean, that's your. I that's mean, true. There shouldn't be any revenge by no. But people just hating because you speak they don't. For yourself with your success. They it don't. Is. They don't have that motivation to do it mm-hmm. themselves, or they're upset because you're doing what you want to do, but they're not doing. It's so never. Mm-hmm. It's never about you. It's that it's you. That's yeah. what people exactly. Yeah. And I got a point. It's like it's hard when Marquise be saying like not at child level yet because when we was in high school. To me, I always look at Marquis as like a star kinda mm-hmm. because in high school <laughs> he was like the star on the basketball team and stuff. So it's kind of uh, hard when I hear him left say that out. Like that. It's just you know I, you know I love you to death. Yeah. It's just all about applying yourself. Just yeah. getting yourself in that position, your mindset. Because it's a lot of talent within him over there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you For know, sure. Casey, going back to 2013, uh, that was when I lost my uncle. And I think we spoke about it on a business episode as well. Um, you know, I th- we had, we had uh, I think we had lunch at Applebee's. And, you know, I was telling you. And even since then, I honestly have to say, like, you know, my uncle's passing has had so much effect on, yeah. like, my mental as far as the that things I want to do. So. And, and, and honestly, you know, I'm, I'm 31 right now. And the fact that I haven't gotten back to that point just mentally it does affect me. But, I mean, honestly, looking at you guys, that's the motivation. That's you know? true. So, like, that's the true motivation. It has nothing to do with age. It's just the fact that you're doing something that you want to do and you're achieving your dreams. You want to motivate people like that. That's you true. You want to motivate everybody. It only so. came from um, 
going back to my grandma, I lost her in 2009. And she was... My, don't look at me, Casey, because you know what's coming. She was like my my rock, my knight in shining armor. She literally spoke so much life into me at such a young age, 2009. I don't remember how old I was. But, <laughs> nine, okay, let's, let's do it. I was 11, 97 to 2007. Okay, anyway. I was a baby, man. Yeah, I was like 12, 13. Um, and the life she spoke into me has set the tone for everything I've done. I, I can remember I was in karate. She told me, like, I want you to be the best you can at everything you do. Everything that comes against you, you have to knock down the barriers. I was actually break, we were breaking boards in karate, and I could not break the board. And she told me that, and I broke every board thereafter. So I Aww. think the that's where my compassion comes from, and then my to succeed, and then my tough skin comes from the naysayers and people projecting their fears onto you. Just because you fail to do something, there's not that's not my fault, one, and two. God is the restorer of all time. Mm -hmm. You can pick up and do anything. Like, I think this radio show is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it It's so cool. This is my favorite course was radio production in college because I'm like, it's so cool to be behind a microphone, interviewing mm -hmm. people, talking to them, seeing what they do, like going out in the real world. This is like, I'm so grateful to be here because this is what you guys want to do. So me being a part of it only makes it even more better because who I am, who he is, who everyone that graces these microphones yeah. are that's building a brand for you guys it's that's tribute. building your platform and that's building you to help your dreams what you want to do where you want to go and this may only be a stepping stone but who knows what you guys have after this this is exactly. so cool i'm exactly. like it's the start right it's the start you have to start Go somewhere mm -hmm. you have to start well we just uh i want to do a quick game real quick before we get ready to get out of here mm -hmm. so um give me one moment here let's see i have a question since both of you are huge on social media, if social media ceased to exist today, what would y'all do? Footwork. Uh, I would be fine. <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't it happen when you think about it. How many times Instagram done went and shut down oh. before? Mm -hmm. But I keep database of all my clients and email and stuff, so I know just how to get to where I am in. Like he say, footwork. You got to okay. get out there and hustle. Get out there yeah. and where you started. Yeah. The hustle, where you started. The hustle <laughs> not going to go without. <laughs> since, uh, since I think a lot of people nowadays don't really know what the hustle is, can you can y'all elaborate for them what y'all mean by footwork? I'm just, right. just going to say this. Uh, a lot of people, I think, get hard workers and hustlers mixed up together. Oh, Those breach. are two separate things. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not the same. A hustler is a person who's not going to go without. They're going to yeah. get out there and do they gonna it. They're going to get it. And no even, matter what. Yeah, yeah. Even when the door's shutting your face, you're, you're going to keep going. Go yeah. yes. Yes. Necessary, you know, right? that to me, that's a hustler. And, and, and just for everybody who don't understand, hustling does not mean drugs and things like oh, that. Hustling, right. yeah, Please. that hustling don't can be. be closed-minded. No. Yeah, like yeah. hustling can be just going, you have a family to feed, you mm -hmm. going out to get it. Working at a labor job is hustling because you're trying to get money to feed your, your family. Yeah, mm -hmm. like that's hustling. This so. is definitely an, a an air conditioning era of children. Yes, it is. But. Mm -hmm. Footwork is to me is I I was one passing out flyers hanging up posters I was one shaking hands like hey I'm Tyler this that and third I used to walk around with a crown these I had so <laughs> many of them there I would spray paint them different colors add glitter to them add stuff but it got people to know like what is this kid doing who is this kid like what what's going on and they followed me so. I would always get back. Like I tell people, you have to get it out of the mud when it's no rain. Yeah. It's all rain, no sunshine. You have to understand that only flowers bloom mm -hmm. from hard work. Yep. So I'll do what I did b in the beginning. So if Instagram shut down, I'm, I'm back on the streets, like doing hand out flyers, shaking hands, just getting people back to know like what hard work actually is. And I think at the end of the day, though, I think that it should be a combination of both at all times. Yes. You know, you it never lose Absolutely. that part of it, right? <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that's I, I think they both go hand in hand because yeah, sure. with the hustling, yeah. you have to have hard work. I, th- I think this pandemic for me, because I, I have a lot of people that I come in contact with through social media and stuff. This to me really has showed me a lot about a lot of people who's really a hustler, who's yeah. not people that you think really have it like. Who really like? I don't seen people who were here come down to here during mm-hmm. this pandemic yep. because yes. they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so it over. just it just opened it just showed it just showed a lot. And the so real them shows yeah. who they really are when they have nothing but time. Exactly. Y- you see people for who they are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then the, the next question is going to be, what would you choose? Would you choose with a client who's paying you top dollar, or would you choose a client who's easy going? Easy going. Easy going. Money is never the object. Okay. <laughs> um, in my particular situation, um, and th- this is why I would say why I would choose possibly the top dollar because I have a lot of clients. Okay. So you can be easy going all day, but if you're not able to pay a certain price, I can't 100% give you that time that I'm going to to that you're probably going to need because I have to still serve all these other clients that's paying versus the client mm-hmm. who is paying top dollar. I can afford to possibly, okay, give these other clients who paid to a few other designers or, you know, pass up. Like, I can't, you know, I done, I done, done that before, the, the, mm-hmm. the whole nice thing, oh, you're easy going. Yeah. Stuff. I didn't get nowhere by getting things from being easy going. So Absolutely. I'm going to take the money. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, can, it's all about balance. I can agree. Yeah. Right. I, it's about I, I can agree. Because <laughs> I look at it, if I don't take it, then the person that is easy going, they're going to make me out to be a monster in the end. That's true. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they don't, you know, they, they'll Nothing do wrong it. wrong with that. I had my days. Well, I have to say, you know, being, having you on the, um, the podcast here, you know, Tyler, Casey, you coming back and joining us. This has been absolutely Amazing. Love it. Um, I, I want everybody to go and follow. I'm everybody follows Casey already. I mean, <laughs> they do. Everybody follows Casey, <laughs> but I want Celebrity. everybody to go and follow Tyler. Like, I mean, I really want everybody to go. Please and do. Yeah, please go look at this man's Instagram page. You want to shout out for him? Tyler the celebrity. Oh, th- it was it was that simple. Just that simple. It was that simple. Casey, you want to shout yours out? CTD graphics. Oh, see, everybody already know that one. <laughs> and, and the celebrity graphic designer. And Chris. Uh, resilient underscore C underscore. Beautiful. And everybody already knows Savage XL once again has that X and that L. Get ready for <laughs> it. Bye, y'all. Take care, everybody. Bye.